Howdy, ads from the tailgate, home of Aggie football, coach and the delivery man. Brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams, custom home builders with over 15 years of experience in the Brazos Valley. If you're looking for someone that cares about you and the details that you care about, contact Frida Homes. Visit them on Instagram at Frida.Homes or give Justin a call at 979-450-4466. When you call, just remember, everyone loves they're free to homes. Folks, don't forget to email us, agstailgate at gmail.com. Visit us on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. See us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Leave us some commentary. We'll get your name out there. Uh, let's start off with a little, uh, little comment from Ram. Ram uh, always making comments to me at work. Put post a little something. What do you say? He said, he "said hey, it. great, great episode. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up." All right, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're doing to talk about it right now, Ram. We're just kind of playing as we go. We're just making this up as we go. But here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and that's that's a very good point, right? Not yeah. a lot going on right now yeah. in the football world. Obviously, yeah. we're we're getting closer and closer to obviously spring and all that happening but and we'll announce some dates with regards to spring practice and how things are going to start up and all those kinds of things but you know right now we're sort of just going to do a little bs in the day a lot of it and we all know us we're good at that <laughs> we are going to get into some way too early predictions for this texas a&m football team yep. in 2023 that today but let's start off with a little bit of aggie basketball 15 and 6 overall 7-1 in conference so they beat vandy on saturday 72 to 66 Struggled a little bit in this game. Yeah, they did. Really didn't shoot the ball very well. Coleman led this team with 18 points. Uh, Taylor and Boots both had 14, but they didn't shoot very well. They they won, though. They did win, and Vanderbilt was outmatched. Vanderbilt was missing two of their big guys, probably their best player in Robbins. Uh, Marble had an off game, fouled out. Uh, they didn't hit the free throws like they normally do. They got to the line a lot, but missed a lot of front ends and ones and ones. Yeah. Um, they took the lead by 11, I think it was, in the second half. And they were definitely a dominant team in the second half, and Vandy came back down. It felt like they came out in the game in a sort of in a place where maybe they they were a little too comfortable against this Vandy team yeah. that shows up and wasn't, you know, very, very highly regarded. And second half came out and sort of just yeah did yeah. what the Aggies do, right? Yeah, they did do. Um, this is pretty big, though, because of the fact that this team cannot afford, because of their losses in the non-conference. Right. Wofford. Wofford. Murray State. Murray State. Right. Right. They cannot afford to have any losses to, these, to teams that they should beat in the SEC. They've got to still go. I mean, right now at 15 overall wins, they've probably still got to get seven wins in this, you know, six at the at, at the least in the regular season, right? Yeah. So, you know, they still got games against Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss. They can't afford to lose those games. Right. No. And then they have to go beat Arkansas. They have to go beat uh, Mississippi State, maybe Auburn, you know, to yeah. get those wins where they need to be. You know, a game we talked about is Tennessee. I think Tennessee right now has shown maybe, they may be the best team in the SEC, even better than Alabama. They're number two in the nation right now in the polls. Well, <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah. Uh, Alabama really gets – doesn't even show up for that game yeah. at Oklahoma. Well, the Big 12 SEC matchup, I don't know if you had a list to talk about, but they 
SEC got dominated. They, they lost did. out of ten games. They lost we did. seven. Yeah, and so SEC lost seven games. Alabama got killed. One of the and one of the one of the losses was TCU without their best player, right? Yeah, TCU lost their best player. They lost to Mississippi State, and Mississippi State's not a bad team. I just don't think if TCU's at full strength that Mississippi State in that game went to overtime. This team's got a lot of work to do. Starting with tomorrow playing Arkansas, yeah, and in Arkansas, in Arkansas, and they get Arkansas later on. Arkansas may be the team that sort of pushes us one way or the other. If you can win both of those games, you've got your, you know, and the ones that we talked about that not losing, and you know, then you've got a, you've got a chance. If you can't, if you can't, you're gonna have to find a win somewhere out there with Mississippi State, maybe in Alabama at the end of the season, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so it's pretty big. Obviously, Auburn is a team that you're going to have to beat at home, right? Yeah. Um, so this Arkansas game all of a sudden becomes pretty big uh, for this A&M team to get into the tournament, right? That Arkansas team, if you watched A&M's foes, Arkansas is a lot different than all of them. They don't shoot the ball as well from the outside, but they're very, very athletic. They've got a bunch of pro prospects on their team, young team, uh, but they – their guards are six 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 seven, athletic. Yeah, a lot and of length. Um, it's going. I think we're going to have a hard time rebounding like we have been in the past. And they got a couple big guys in the middle that are going to get the ball. But if we play our game and we hit our shots, that's a big thing. It's hitting our shots, getting open shots, uh, boots taking the ball to the rim, getting these guys in foul trouble because they will get in foul trouble. Arkansas showing that they will get in foul trouble. I think generally they have to they have to continue to be aggressive, especially yeah. boots. You know, taking the ball inside. You know, they they're they're at best when they're playing inside out, right? Right. That team, and I guess you could say that about most teams in college college basketball, right? But. This Aggie team specifically on offense, I think that's where their strengths are. Whenever they they really get to the the free throw line, mm-hmm. so they're being aggressive, they're getting fouled, they're doing those things because they're not pure shot makers, right? No. There's not really a a pure three point shooter out there. I mean, Taylor can get a, can get hot, Boots can get hot, different guys can get Taylor hot. Can get hot. De- you know, Dennis. Dennis Dexter, right? Dexter, Dexter Dennis, Dennis can yeah. get hot. You know, things like that, but. None of them are like a, just a pure shooter. No, matter, they're not right? going to create their own shots either. They're not one of those guys who'll make a couple moves and go up. It's going to have to be yeah, throw a step back, yeah. step back three down. You know, that's right. not, that's yeah. definitely not it. No, that is definitely not it. So um, <sighs> they're going to have to continue to be aggressive, and I think that's that's going to be the 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 point of emphasis for this team. Not only uh, aggressive and driving to the butt, but aggressive on the on the boards too. Right. Right. The situations when, that we've talked about this last week, you know that they end up having issues is when they're giving up a ton of second half second chance points right and the turnovers right turnovers Wade Taylor's been crazy with those turnovers he's not shooting the ball as well from the field made all his free throws he went seven for seven from the line but three for 13 or something like that from the yeah. field it wasn't pretty yeah um and he you know and Buzz was benching him quite a bit to put Gordon in just to because the turnovers are killing us, and and you know that's the one thing you get. It is good to have Andre Gordon on his team, a guy that's played a ton of minutes for this Aggie basketball program, right? Right. And he he understands the effort that it takes, especially on the defensive end, and that Buzz expects from from him on that side of the ball. And I think it's a it's it's a great place to be to have him coming off the bench for this team, especially in, in games where, like you said, Wade Taylor sort of right. you know. 
turning the ball over, doing some things that he's not supposed to be. Um, and a quick thing, uh, <clears throat> they're saying Manning's supposed to be coming back. Obaseki? Yeah. Supposed to be coming back. How's that going to affect the team that's playing well right now? I think we're, what, 8-1 and one in our last nine games or something like that. We've uh, just only lost it to Kentucky. Yeah. Um, who's, playing gonna, right, who's playing pretty well right now. Yeah. Who, how are we gonna, how's that going to affect the team chemistry when he comes back? How's he going to get in the lineup? Do you put him in the lineup? I mean, do you mess with what's... What I'll tell you this: if 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 we have any sort of idea that we're gonna we want to make a run in the tournament, I think Manny has to be a part of that. I, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially what I saw from him last year. I haven't seen a lot this year from him, but I know what he brings: high energy guy, correct? Attack the rim, uh, athletic. He's one, probably, of, one of our most athletic guys. Yeah, if not the most athletic. Yeah. yeah. And and with with length and size too, right? I mean, he's 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 longer than a guy like Boots, for example. And that's what I was about to say. He's a little bit bigger version of Boots if he could play under control more. Right. That's the problem I see with Obaseki. You get him and Taylor on the court, how many turnovers are you going to have? Um, either way, look, this team this team is right now. Is it, are they right where they want to be? No, because of the non conference. Right? They're not exactly where they would like to be at this point in the season, but they're playing. They're playing as good a basketball as probably most teams in the SEC. They can continue to run run and play with most of these teams. Yeah. And they're going to have to, right? Right, absolutely. Period. Um, a little NFL. Yeah. So sure. this weekend we had conference championship games. Yep. Eagles beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-7. to Look, the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. The 49ers lose their quarterback in the first quarter, and then wow. their backup quarterback goes down in the second quarter. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad, right? Yeah, it was or in the third quarter, I think the backup quarterback. I talked to my dad while, during that game. He's like, "This is the most boring game I've ever watched in in a playoff game because it was just you knew what the 49ers were doing. It felt bad because they couldn't. Purdy could not throw the ball, no. and they came out today and said he had a UCL injury or something. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, right? I, I I was a little surprised because so. After the injury to both quarterbacks, they threw the ball one time. It was a, it was a screen by Purdy. Yeah. Right? And I was a little surprised, especially because Shanahan's known as the super genius, right? Yeah. That they didn't turn to some sort of wildcat situation. They talk, kept talking about whether McCaffrey would take some snaps at quarterback. You know, even with the fullback, you know, they could have done some things there because he still could run the football. You got Debo Samuels as another weapon doing some, you know, and, and you could have done some misdirection they did, they did some misdirections but it just i mean but with got Purdy at the quarterback spot but you got 11 guys up in the box almost i mean i'm talking an injured an injured purdy in the box in, yeah. in, in, at quarterback that they knew do. he wasn't going to run either right yeah so he, he wasn't a threat to run right. or pass uh-huh. and i thought that one of those other guys would at least be a threat to run and force you to take a little bit more yeah. you know it was terrible coaching i think he's on his way out now <laughs> Either way, the Eagles look pretty good. I think they yeah. came out and, and and dominated that 49ers team. I mean, even the, the offensively, they moved drive. the ball. They moved the ball on the yeah. 49ers, and then you know they could they look. They pulled off after, in the second half, right? They right. they understood where this game was. They just didn't want to turn the ball over. They wanted to take time, and they just wanted to finish. Well, the score was seven to seven with two minutes left to go in the three minutes left to go in the first half, right? And then they caused this. They caused this turnover, turnover when they injured Purdy, right? They caused that turnover, that fumble. Yeah, and then same thing with Josh Johnson. Yeah, happened a little bit later. So um, Johnson just missed that snap. That's what killed him. It yeah. was fourteen to seven. Johnson fumbles a snap. Eagles get on it, score another touchdown for half, and that's pretty much it. And that was pretty much it. Um, <clears throat> Bengals lose to the Chiefs, twenty-three to twenty, in Kansas City. And look, 
this game was a lot better game one because it was competitive, but at the same time, it was a little sloppy. Neither one of those two offenses really got going great. Yeah, no. And then at the end, probably looking at overtime, and then all of a sudden, dumbass hit a really bad personal foul penalty that puts them in the field goal range, right? In a, in conditions that they couldn't have kicked the field a long, they weren't going to kick a 60, field. 65 yard yeah. or a fifty five yarder, right? That cold they, ball. I mean, those yeah. balls get hard, don't they? I mean, yeah. Everything. Oh. So they they were talking about the long field goals all game. That none of these, neither one of these guys really hit anything in in pregame past fifty yards. So you know they had to get a good. Yeah, you know a, that penalty to, in order to get into the range, and they end up winning. And the Chiefs, so the Chiefs take advantage of it. Good for them. Mahomes was clearly hurt, but still, you know, did his thing and played, right. made some plays. I was impressed in the fact that you know they kept talking about how many of the receivers were out and this and this and that. But I was impressed with the guys that were there. Um, I mean, playing hard, making some plays, and doing some things. Well, Andrew right? Kelsey, he showed up, man. Kelsey, it seems Kelsey. like every time you turn around, he's yeah. open. How does he get so open all the time? With especially when all the receivers are hurt, right? Yeah, I mean, how's that? Kelsey's hurt. He had a back problem. He yeah. couldn't. Uh, so the Super Bowl now, Eagles Chiefs. Eagles come out as a two point favorite on this thing. Yeah. Okay, are you surprised? A little bit. A little bit. I mean, I think the Chiefs will have two weeks to get healthy. I think it's gonna be big. Andy Reid. I mean, I'd take the points. I'd take the Chiefs in the points right now. I also think and that... The defense of the Chiefs look pretty good. Yeah, and I also think that as the news comes out of, you know, Mahomes being feeling better and this no. and that, that line will move quite a bit. Right. Um, it'll give you some opportunity to get on either side if you want it. Whichever side you like. Just well, find who, who you like. You know, I still think that... I like the Eagles defense so much better. Mm, okay. I do. I, I, I'm I'm going to probably take the – I would probably take the Eagles, but – I just have a hard time bending against – I mean, Pat Mahomes is – he's proved me wrong a lot. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts has proved a lot of people wrong in a lot of ways, right? Watch – I think Hurts' shoulder's still messed up. I watched some of those throws he made. He's not 100%. No, because uh, Smith made a hell of a catch. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that catch mm-hmm. down the sideline. That was a hell of a catch. But he missed some throws. They seemed some of them seemed short. The receivers caught him, but I mean they were wide open receivers. He was throwing at the. He feet. seemed to be throwing at the at a, a little short. Yeah, for a so, lot of the game. I don't know that he. Yeah, like and you a said, shoulder he's injury not is something yet. you gotta. Right. I mean, ankle injury is one thing. Shoulder injuries. I mean, it's just different. Uh, yeah, I, I got to give it a little bit more time. The, the reason I sort of lean Eagles right now is more defense, right? I think if you look at the secondary, the the Eagles have a lot more weapons there. If you look up front. The Eagles have a lot more weapons up front. I mean, mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick's been absolutely phenomenal. Huge. You know, you saw some of Adama Kinsu play yeah. and make some plays the other day. Obviously, they got Cox. They got all the other guys. That, yeah. Uh, Davis out of, out of Georgia from this past right. year. You know, all these guys. And they got rotation up front. And I think that's, that's to me, the difference between these two teams. I think both offenses has the, have the opportunity to be explosive and good. I did like that I saw from Kansas City that they actually went down the field a couple more times this past week, even with their receivers hurt. Right. I thought they, they actually did some Valdez, things there. Stanley, yeah. Deep, yeah. So, you know, maybe that's something that they're Tony, bringing. Things we talked about the week before that you weren't seeing, you're like, they're not going down the field. Yeah. They did this week, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty strong. I'm excited for that game. We'll talk more about it All right. as we get closer. Uh, the stage is set. We're counting down to the battle in Arizona. There's no way, no better way to get ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 
200 in free bets initially, instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up. Same game parlays boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Look, you know me. There's nothing better than parlays and teasers. There you go. Add legs. Yeah. Do it like six teamers. Do it. Eight teamers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Likelihood of winning is really well. Really, really good. good. Really, really good. I mean, it's like, money in the bank. If you don't know who to take, call us. We'll tell you. Yeah. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. There it is. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and go and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Guys, I've also I also want to mention TPPN. Yeah. The Pigskin Podcast Network. Find us on their page as well. Uh, they've been a they're a new partner here in in in, in what we're doing here at Axe Tailgate. So yep. take a look at Take a look at the things over there on TPPA. There you go. All right, let's talk a little college football, Corey, because that's, that's what we're here to do. That's what we're here. A lot going on. A lot going on a lot right lot now. Going on. News of Stetson Bennett get arrested with some public inta- intoxication. Don't get him, Stetson. That a boy. Yeah, I've been there. I think I'm going <laughs> to think I'm going to raise his draft stock. Yeah, I've been there. You know? Yep. Good for him. Mm. Celebrate a little bit of, you know, you just won your second national championship. Hey, uh, does he have a lawyer? Big. We've got some. We know some lawyers. We do. We do. <laughs> by the way, show's brought to you oh. by Great Propel. Great Propel. Propel. Yeah, amen. Delicious. I got berry, by the way. It's mm. great. This is delicious. Berry's delicious, too. Yeah. Great. Delicious. Very delicious. All right. So, a little interesting news there with Stetson Bennett. It I don't is. think it's going to affect him much. Yeah, he's going to kill Georgia next year. He'll be all right. Yep. Georgia's on the way down. Uh, it, it's happening. All right, way happening. Yeah, <laughs> way too early. Aggie predictions, and why is it way too early? Because there's still so much to happen from here to then. Yep. But let's start with the record. Let's do it. All right. So record prediction. Starting big picture here. All right. What do you think? Record prediction. Well, who are we playing? Five and seven last year. Five and seven. That five and seven. Oh, Twenty-two. It's probably Jimbo's best coaching performance yet. Five and seven. Five and seven. It was awful. I can't yeah. believe it. Lose to F State. Down to South Carolina, seventeen nothing with three minutes into the game. That was awful. That was still that still hurts to talk that about that. Yeah. All right, so let's that's move on. Just, that's too soon. Listen. This team, we've talked about it since the season's ended. We've we've talked about all the different moves, the folks that they've lost to the transfer portal, the folks that they brought in in the transfer portal, um, guys that are staying, guys that are going, all those things, right? We've right. talked about the offense and the things that they need to do. We've talked about defense. Um, the they've got talent. Yeah, talent is there. Talent was an issue last year. Talent wasn't an issue. Youth was. Youth, okay. Coaching was. Well, we can make so many excuses. For sure. Yeah. But now they've replaced the offensive coordinator, right? It isn't Jimbo calling the plays anymore. Now we've got an offensive coordinator that's dedicated to the offense, that allows Jimbo to go be the CEO. That should help, right? Should. Should. You think? should help. It should help with some of those issues in just this, game it, management, does, does he know what it means to be the CEO? The CEO doesn't sit behind the offensive coordinator and the quarterbacks and say, this is what I'm... No. He's got to stand back, take a couple steps back and go, and see the big picture. It's not just 
hey, Petrino, you and I need to talk about this the whole time. No, he's got to talk to the defensive coordinator, every position, offensive line coach, linebackers coach, whoever the yeah. hell that is. I mean, just different. Look, and we've talked about it some, right? At the end of the day, if we watched them practice on multiple occasions last year, and it's always the same thing. He was basically just the quarterback coach. Yeah. Because he never left their side. And he was always <coughs> on them 100% consistently yeah. to, throughout the entire practice. He was with them during individual drills. He was with them during group drills. He was with them during team drills. He, you know, yeah. I think now he's got to learn how to separate himself from that. Spend some time there with, obviously yeah. – Still seeing that group, seeing some other groups on our offense, but going and spending some time with the defense. What are we doing here with our drills on the defensive side of the ball? How do we like the energy over there as well, right? Because he's he's part of the guy that's got to set the tone for the practices every time. And so I think he's got to be a lot more involved in everything else other than that quarterback position. Right. I agree. Take no. advantage of the fact that you got Petrino there. But Kenny or Willie? That's a that's the question. I that's mean, the question. Kenny, is he an old draw, an old dog that can't learn new tricks? That's the thing. Can he go and be just the head coach and let Petrino call the plays? I mean, that's it's a it's a big question mark. He's got to figure out also. I mean, what sort of influence is he going to have on the defense this year? Because I think he's got to have some influence on the defense this year. Yeah. Make sure that these guys are not. Over, make sure that they're not sitting there and, and just all they want to do is three man line like Durkin likes to do, right? I mean, that's rule number one. Let's, well, let's, that's the kind of stuff the head coach one. needs to do. He needs to be in Durkin's ear at spring practice, going, "We're not doing that. We're not that hell no. We're that's, not three man line. Yeah, no. no, that's a that yeah. might be a a little change of pace and for a couple of plays a game, but yeah. that is not no hell no." Your base, right? Yeah. No, not doing that. And so I think he does have to be involved in all that. Okay, so, but once again, we think this team is very talented. We believe that. We believe that bringing in Petrino, we don't love the hire, but we think it's still going to improve this offense substantially. The in-game management stuff, being able to save timeouts, to get the play in on time. Exactly. To to which would help avoid some of these pre snap penalties, including false starts and, and things by that offensive line that struggled last day. Yeah. Or last year. Right? So all those things, all those things you think makes them better. Now they were five and seven last year. How much better? That's the question. Where does this get to you? Well, what you do you and I reckon? You and I talked uh, a couple weeks ago about what we think they'll average a game. We said around thirty points a game, right? I think 30-something, 32, 30. Well, I'll say you, the top teams last year, uh, three of the top teams averaged over 40. That's Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia. Yeah. That's that's pretty high. That's the top of the top. Now, the bottom teams were in the low 20s. That's A&M, Kentucky's. If we score 30 points a game and then our defense keeps them at the low 20s, you just do the math. I mean, we got to be 6-6. Six and six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be too optimistic. Corey, I, I really thought you were going to go a little bit higher than that. I thought you were about to go 10 wins. Myself. I'm not going that. No, I'm not. 10 wins? I'm, 10 wins? Yes or no? No. Look, I think 8 and 4. Okay. Why do I? Look, 8 and 4 is three <laughs> games better than last year won. 8 and 4 because that's what Jimbo does is 8 and 4. 
We lost to App State last year. Yeah. So I'm not very optimistic this year. And we have the same offensive line coming back, which they should be better. Yeah. But it's the same offensive line. We Look, got the same defensive coordinator. We got the same head coach. Do you understand what I'm saying here? We got the same. Did we fix our problems? We have we have great players, I think. We had the same offensive line coach. We have, you know, and that's what makes me. I'll nervous. say this. I'll say this. And I'm going to go eight and four, but let's go into this schedule a little bit better so that we can really talk about yeah, some of these things in specific, right? Yeah. So think about this. As you look at the schedule today, mm-hmm. non-conference, you've got New Mexico, right. Miami, yeah. ULM, right. and ACU. Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Okay. Right? Yeah. Those four games mm-hmm. last year, we lost to App State. Well, ULM's an App State type of team. Those four games, I think, are wins for this team. I think those are. We said that last year with App sure, State. Sure, sure, sure. Did we expect? We were to lose worried about State? the Miami game last year. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> Miami, maybe they may be the worst team in the out of the non-conference yeah, teams. Yeah, Miami and Abilene Christian might be a good game. So I actually think I do. I really believe that those four non-conference are wins. Well, I think we are that we are sufficiently better to feel pretty comfortable about all four of those games. Last year we had A-Chain coming back. We had Anias coming back. We had Hanks King coming back off an injury. We had our right side of the offensive line coming back, plus our center, which was coming out. He was injured, but we had, you know, we had a recruiting class number one overall at yep. defense, Jackson, players everywhere. We had, uh, what's his name, uh, Richardson. What's the other safety's name that's going to the pros? Um, Jalen Jones, a cornerback. Jalen Jones, but I'm talking about the safety. Antonio Johnson. Antonio Johnson. Those are three names we just said, Richardson, Johnson, and Jones. They're not here. Richardson's still here. Oh, Damani. Okay, I'm sorry. Damani is here. That's a big one. That is. Jones and Johnson not here. I just – I was hyped last year, and my expectations went from way up here to – So I'm going to set my expectations like right around here this year. So are you still an expectation where you're not going to win all four of those games? Is that what your expectation is? I mean, shit, it could happen. It happened last year. I'm going to say we're going to win those four games. That's four wins to me. I want to see dominant wins. Not just four wins. I want to see a dominant I didn't see a dominant win. I want to see dominant wins also. And you're right. We didn't do that last year. I don't want to take our foot off the gas. But mind you, we were five and seven, so there wasn't really a whole lot of opportunities for dominant wins. There was a lot of opportunities. We just didn't take advantage of it. So anything, any other game there in the in in the SEC that you say that's a win, one hundred percent for sure. That's we're playing a win. Vanderbilt. No, no, nope. I don't see any. That's for sure a win. So for one sure we talked about a win. You're saying for sure, no, for sure. hands down, hands down. I'm gonna go Mississippi State. That's yeah, I mean, what's the Mike Leach thing? That's I a, think them losing Mike Leach. That's huge. They're gonna transition offensively. They hired the offensive coordinator from App State, mind you, mm-hmm. <laughs> to come and call the offense, but. As you've pointed out, that offense and the players that they've recruited over the years is not necessarily and built to then players. turn into that App State running offense, right? right? They're not they're not in a position to do that yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, App State also kind of spread it out and did did some throw, you know, yeah, the App ball State, quite a bit. They were uh, pretty balanced actually if you look at their overall body of work, but what they did to us, that it, it was a great game plan. They saw that we would not get out of the three man yeah. front. And they said, okay, we're going to go for it on fourth down if we're within three yards or two yards and they, get it every 
they understood a couple of things. One, they understood that they <laughs> they were outclassed talent wise, right? Yeah. They had to make the game ugly. They had to, yeah, they had to shorten the game. Yeah. And they also understood exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. If they're going to give you three man line with two linebackers, you know, just you just got to run the math. I mean, if you're getting three yards every play and you get four downs, it's perfect. But that's not what he normally does. So maybe he does take this offense and and does something with it. I I do think that they're taking a step back. I also think, you know, with uh, Zach Arnett, who was the DC as the head coach. You know that philosophy may also change, right? They might want to be more of a running team. They're not going to, and they're not going to go for you know all over the place on fourth down. Yeah. They're not going to be as aggressive in those situations. I think that all of a sudden that that takes a lot of their momentum away. You know, Mike Leach didn't get a lot of credit for it, but he was very analytical. I mean, he would, oh yeah, he would think about where, hey, you know, it's fourth and one on my own thirty. Uh, I think I can get it. You know. He would do it. I mean, that uh, that's not exactly what analytical means, but sure. I know well, no, I mean, mean, he would do the math. I mean, he... <laughs> yeah. No, so I, much I would think I'd get it. He would go for it on downs and, and do things that you didn't think he should do. And it drive you... I bet it drove those fans crazy sometimes. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I, I bet you they, they loved it, though. It was exciting. But, well, it's like us talking about Jimbo. You know, well, it's fourth and one from the other team's 40. <laughs> let's go ahead and punt. And let's punt. Right. Yeah. So I do like I, I do think that losing Leach puts them in a situation where I don't expect a ton from that team next year, in spite of the fact that they've got their quarterback back mm -hmm. um, and and some and some good pieces, and that defense was actually pretty good last year and, and whatnot. But you know, I do think that they take a step back because I do believe that Mike Leach was the guy that organized that team. He was the guy that kept those guys on the rails. He's the guy that or or off the rails because they are off the rail kind of team, but yep. whatever you want to call it, you know, he was the structure, right? He was. And he's been proven to do that over and over again, right. anywhere he's been. And so this guy's a new head coach. He's going to have to figure out how to do all those things. I think they're going to take a step back. I take that. I take that as a win. Any other one of these teams, you're just going to say, Hey, that should be a win. I know we joked about it, but, I really feel good about playing Alabama this year. All right. Let's, let's put you, that on hold. Let's put that on hold. I, was, I thought you were going to go Auburn, maybe. I thought you were going to go Auburn, but we lost to Auburn last year. Mind you, Auburn, one of the worst yeah, Exactly. That's what that's it. We lost to Auburn last year. We beat LSU at home. But we've lost to Mississippi State twice in a row, so. That was Leach. Yeah. I mean, Auburn's got a new coach. I like I like the U Freeze hire. Um Look, Hugh Freeze is another guy with history there. Obviously, he's, and you give you Freeze, you give you Freeze talent, he'll yeah. he'll do something with it. I mean, look what he did at Liberty. He, now we don't know if they got a ton of talent at Auburn right now. Yeah, but, they got enough. Trust but me. they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna get better as long as as things go forward. Right. Hugh Freeze is not afraid to pay some players. So no, he's not afraid to pay them, and he'll get the most of them too. He does a good yeah. job. No, he he does. And so so let's go to that, to the to that. Let's, let's go to the losses. Anybody we think that they're absolutely going to lose to. They're a guy, a team you don't think, you don't see them beating next year. We're playing Georgia next year? We're not. Okay. Tennessee? Yes. Uh, I don't think we'll beat Tennessee. Tennessee at Tennessee, which that's even bigger, right? Yeah. I think after watching Milton play the couple of games that he did play and watching Heifel call the games, they they attack you downfield. I yeah. mean, they really do. They attack you downfield, all over the field. And you told me something earlier today when we were off about their defense was like 
number six in SEC or something in like that. In scoring defense, yeah. That's ridiculous. Pretty for impressive many, for a team that does what they do offensively. Yeah, as many times as you get the ball playing them because they're down there scoring so many times, and you're always playing catch-up. And that's I think that's the important part about playing Tennessee is you have to make your drives count. Yeah, right? absolutely. You have to make your drives count because they're going to go up and down the field. Yeah. It's just going to happen. I mean, they can score right? 14, 21 points real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's take that as a loss. So, right now – we're so we're looking five and one, and now we've got this group where we say, okay, these are the the swing games, right? And they, basically, that's the entire SEC anyway. schedule, right? You know, what Auburn, Arkansas, Bama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, LSU. Yeah. Obviously, our our thinking because of last year's got us sort of on the downside of this. We're not very confident, which makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. So I do think that those games are swing games. I'll tell you, I. Is there a team in there that I think we can't beat? No. 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 We, you mentioned Alabama. And this yeah. is pretty big because you just said you think they're going to lose three games next year. Maybe more. Well, I said that not on here, but before you and I were just talking. I think, yeah, yeah I think Alabama's going to lose a few games next year. But this is the kind of season where Saban goes and shuts people like me up. You know, that last is. year he had Young and Anderson and some talented guys. He didn't have the receivers that he had in the past, but he had the running back, uh, what's his name, Riggs or whatever. Jamar Gibbs. Gibbs coming from – but, I mean, they I, – I just – I think other teams are either catching up with Saban. And Saban loses their offensive coordinator. He lost two of them this year, right? He lost both of his, his coordinators this year, yeah. And that counts, doesn't it? I it mean, does. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's – Now, they could get better at offensive coordinator, <clears throat> especially because, you know, Bill O'Brien's not exactly a – a guy that you have a ton of confidence in. I will say this. With regards to that Bama team, you know, I've said it, I've said it before this past season. You watch you watch Saban, and he's I think he's at a point in his career where he's not quite as intense. Now, right. mind you, his intensity level compared to all other football coaches used to be at the top and nobody else was near him. Right, right, and I think he's he his intensity level has come down. He's sort of appreciating the the, the you know the team and and his, he's kind of ramped it down just a little bit in his older age. Hmm. Softened up now, maybe with two coordinators gone. That yeah, he's got to get back up there. But like I said, I mean, I think Alabama's will be a little bit down. You saw it in the penalties. That's how you. That's how. That's how I see it. All the penalty that team was penalized, which means they weren't. They lost a lot on the. Didn't they lose some players on the transfer portal also? They lost a few. They've lost. I mean, they've lost folks to the transfer portal. Obviously, they're losing their two best players to the NFL. Yeah. They're also losing a, a number Safety. of guys in the secondary. Yeah. Um, so you look at it overall, and yeah, there's a ton of talent that's not going to be there in Alabama, and that's every year in Tuscaloosa, is. right? Every and that's year. every year. Yeah. But we've seen the backup quarterback. We saw Milrow, right? He he made it a game with a and Excited? Didn't get you? Yeah, he did. He, he made that a game. He made that a game. Yeah. And so that tells you a little bit of something about where he's at now. It could maybe he gets beat out by because that game was in Alabama last year, right? When the A and M game in Alabama last year, that was at home. When that it was here. I think it was at home. We'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. But the point being is that the point being no, you're right. It was on the road because the year before we yeah. won. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely thought. correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you doubted me. Um, never, yeah. never know uh, why I doubted me. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, but you look at that team, and you're right. It looks like a team that may be coming back to the pack a little bit. The other thing that I notice is I 
with a lot of these other teams, there's nothing really that impresses me, really. I mean, you look at Ole Miss, and we've talked about it with exactly. Lane Kiffin. Ole Miss, I mean, are you really scared of those guys? They have a quarterback controversy right now. Already Even before the season starts, Lane Kiffin goes ahead and signs Spencer Sanders. Right. Why? Does he not have faith in Jackson Dart? He clearly does not. Obviously. So so that's a team, and, and Lane, the longer he's been in places, the more they turmoil like, yeah. and things that they have. He'll say something stupid. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he, does, he doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. They finished the year horribly after they beat us, by the right. way. Um, you look at a team like Arkansas. Arkansas has got some things going on. Yeah, they got K.J. Jefferson coming back. and But they got to sort of get back into that physicality of the game Running that they were, they were doing yeah. two years ago. They went away from it a little bit last right. year and sort of changed that Their identity. Their defense was weak last year. The defense, defense was very struck. weak. So even, even when they got that Alabama transfer, the linebacker that was so good, he's going to be a first round pick. Yeah, he was a player. Yeah, you know, so that's I guess that's my point. They they sort of got to get back to what what made them that turnaround team last year. They took a step back. Can they can they do something to get back up there with to try to compete for the West? Right, mm-hmm. because KJ Jefferson's a big time player. They're they're running back big time player. How about the pieces around them? Are they going to be able to get that offensive line to get physical, the play calling to get physical, that defense get physical, right? Right. And I, I'm not sure, but it, it, there's question, there's enough question marks there that tells you, yeah, we could beat them. Well, who's the best team in the West? LSU? LSU won it last year. And now second year coaching under Brian Kelly. The LSU right. team that won it last year. Did we? That's probably our the team we beat. The, <laughs> it's our the, it's our best win for sure of the year. It's not even the win. We dominated that game. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the game, go back and watch it. Almost every phase of that game, we dominated. And so then you get into the fact. Okay, so LSU. Are you are you worried about? Well, okay, yeah. I mean, that's a team that won the SEC West last year and second, and now they're going to be in the second year under a new head coach. Mm-hmm. They're going to be better offensively, you would think. A lot of pieces coming back. I mean, they lose Boutte, but he, he wasn't a big factor for that team yeah. last year, right? Yeah. Defensively, with, with Perkins uh, being getting more into the mix, He's right? yeah. that defense should be pretty darn good. And you know they have athletes on the perimeter. Right. I mean, that team to me is probably the the team in the West that you say, okay, that's the team I need to watch out for. Yeah, I agree. I can I can see that. Even in spite of the fact that we beat them pretty handily. All right, so you got the Aggies at five and one. Give me a team. Who are we talking about? Name one. Alabama win. Well, six and one. You know, a team we haven't talked about is South Carolina. We couldn't beat them last year, and they got better. They beat Tennessee. And who was the other team they beat that was impressive? Clemson. Uh, Clemson. That's, that's pretty impressive. And their guys are coming back. Yeah. And they're buying in. They're getting. They're starting to get recruits, too. I don't know if you, he's starting to. I, I am worried about the South Carolina game. And, it, you know, <laughs> look, we dominated them for so long. And then, obviously, last year happened. Yeah. But not only did last year happen against Aggies. Last year, like you said, happened against everybody else they played. Yeah. Late in the season, specifically. I mean, Tennessee, I don't think, had Hooker in that game. They didn't. But yeah. still, we saw Milton play, and he yeah. played well. But Spencer Rattler, I mean, he his game improved throughout the season. With that coach, they took more shots downfield. It seemed like he got his confidence back. And 
He started to feel it a little bit. Yeah, he uh And he's got tools, so if he's if he's yeah. if he's feeling it, he's he's a problem. Yeah, he could be he could be the best quarterback in He could be in the in, SEC. That college football right up there with Caleb Williams. Yeah. Um so it'll be interesting how that plays out. But that's why I think that there's so many games that have us on the bubble. We talked a little bit about Auburn. Look, Auburn is a not a good it's not a talented team. If the Aggies are well coached, they will beat Auburn. Because they've got much more talent. Same in thing spite of the fact, year. in spite of the fact, year. yeah, in spite of the fact that they have better coaching over, over here. I mean, they had Cadillac Williams coaching or something like that last year, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, for Auburn, and we lost that game. I mean, it, that's a sign of how bad we were playing at the time. And we looked, it, we looked like we didn't want to be there. Yeah, so, I mean, it looked ugly. All right, so, all right, so let's look. How good can this team be? How good can the record be? That's it. All the teams we played this year, I only see one game as a loss, for sure. So that's eleven and one. That's what I'm. I'd, I'd go. I'd, but, but I'd, I'd say the. I'd say the uh, ceiling. The ceiling is maybe a ten and two team. Well, I mean, I'm saying eleven and one. I think we can beat a South Carolina team. We have more depth, I think, than they do. I think we're. They're better coached right now. As as a team, as a coaching staff, this team has not cons- been consistent throughout a season enough for me to feel like they're going to run the table against all no, those questions. I don't think right? so either. No, but you're asking who. I think well, that's what my point is. My ceiling, the, the ceiling for me is ten and two. If they have a phenomenal year, yeah. they're still going to lose one of those games that you know for the and, and that toss up. But they can, as I said, there they can beat them all. But they're, the, the lack of consistency at some point may come back and bite them, and they may lose one of those. And after what I saw last year, I don't have a lot of, say, faith in yeah. what Jimbo and them are doing. So that's why I'm saying six and six is way too low. Yeah. I mean, if they're six and six, he needs to go. They're Seven. six and six. They, they're, people should be considering the firing. How they <laughs> Blow it up and figure it out. Yeah, but um, I mean, realistically – Seven and five, eight and four, because I think they're going to screw up some stuff coaching wise. Yeah. All right, so let's. How about this? Where do they end up in the West? Well, you say LSU, Arkansas, Alabama. I mean, I, they could finish anywhere. I don't see them finishing as bad as Auburn or Mississippi State. So that's and Auburn might beat us, but everybody else will beat Auburn. You can see what I'm saying. It's kind of what happened last year. Um, so what's that? Fourth, third. I could see it anywhere between second and fourth. Yeah, yeah. You could end up anywhere in that in that mix. Yeah. And and you'll win some games that we're not favored in, like Alabama game. I think we'll beat Alabama. I really do, just because I think Alabama's going to be in the same situation we're in. I think they're. We were last in the SEC West last year, by the way. It's impressive. Need to move these. Play Bandy every year. <laughs> I don't think so. Gotta play Bandy every year. I don't think so. All right, so. Yeah, they've got they've got third or fourth. You know, could they get to second? I think so. But that's just pumping sunshine, right? I mean, after this year, there's a lot that has to happen for them to get there, and I don't know that we've done that. Especially, you know, I like the change. I do like the change offensively in the sense that that I think it's going to be better. But defensively, we haven't done anything to get to get better. Well, let me. Okay. If we put the numbers together, the numbers are what they are from last year. Yeah. We averaged 22, 23 points a game, something like that. 22, yeah. Close, 21, Our 14. defense gave up how much? 20, uh, 20, 23. Let's see. Defense ranks 
21.2 is what they gave up. 21.2. Yep. All right. So let's say our offense scores. Scored about 22. <clears throat> let's say our offense, so. just doing numbers-wise. Let's say we go out there and we average 34 points a game. Our defense is giving up 21. All right. So that's where, does the, where does the offense rank in the SEC next year? And, and just to give you an idea, last year we were 13th. The only team we were better than was Kentucky. That's weird. Kentucky. That's that means that Auburn without a quarterback. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Florida. Florida. As bad as they were, were all better than us, right? So we were thirteenth in the SEC in scoring last year. Where does that offense rank? Well, we'll get in the top ten. <laughs> okay. Feel I feel pretty comfortable about the top ten. Yeah, I feel good. Can about you get the into the top six? No. Because look. That, that that probably means you're scoring 32 to 33 points again. Yeah, no. No, I mean, no, you got to score. Well, the top three, we said scored 40-something. That's Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. And that's Georgia after what we saw. Well, you just said Alabama's not going to be any good. We're still going to score points. We're just going to give up a lot more. Okay. Um, Alabama, let's see. You got – who are the other offensive teams in the – South Carolina's going to score more points. They're going to have a better offense. Um. Lane Kiffin's always seemed to hit and miss. You know what I'm saying? But they scored last year. They scored. Uh, LSU, they're going to move the ball. I mean, whose offense do you have more faith in? Do you have more faith in the A&M offense you didn't see nothing from last year or teams like LSU that you saw stuff in? I have a feeling, I have a feeling that, and I said, can they get into the top six? I'm thinking right in that number. Yeah, because we're going to be better, I think, than Kentucky, Bandy, Missouri, um, who's another team? Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State probably this year is going to take a fallback. So there's 14 teams. That's Florida. five. Florida, that's six. So, that's, so we're in the top eight right now. Uh, so, I mean, you got – Yeah, I, I really do. I think – and and I do believe that they score right around 32 points a game. It could be 32, 33, right in that number. I think that probably gets you right around six. You're you're talking about the realm of six, seventh in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And I and in all honesty, I mean, are you do you expect more than that based off of last year's production? And I don't know that you do, right? Well, <clears throat> if you have a number six or seven offense and a number two or three defense in the SEC, what does that equate to? A fifth place out of all fourteen teams? All right. So where do you think that this defense is gonna rank? Last year they were fourth in the SEC in scoring, which. But mind you, they had the worst run defense in the SEC. Yeah, it's the and, thing. Other teams didn't have to score against us; they right. just had a. And and the offense ball. wasn't doing anything, so they you, yeah, yeah, there was no pressure on on offenses on the other side of that. But yeah, so, I mean, but if you do the numbers, if we do a sixth or seventh ranked offense and a third ranked defense, I mean, our defense, I think we have enough talent too. If the linebacker play comes in, if Edge Cooper stays and does what. I think he can do, and the secondary comes in, and Durkin gets his head out of his ass. We can, we can be a top-ranked defense, and if we do that, what we did years ago with Mond, where we just don't turn the ball over, a ball-controlled offense, we make our plays. I don't, I don't think so. I'm just saying, so. make the plays. I don't think that I we can we should do that. that last I, don't, year. I don't think we can do that because Durkin's going to do what he does, and and what does yeah. that mean? Blitz. He's, he, he's going three-man three front. fronts and do all those types of things, and oh. we're going to. We're still going to struggle against the run because of because of his system, right? And we might be better than last year because we've got we've got a little bit more experienced players, guys that have been on the field a little bit more, and hopefully a little bit healthier. But he's still going to do the stupid crap 
that gave us that gave App State the opportunity to beat us. He will opportunity did beat us. Yeah, and so you know last year with they team scored twenty one point two against us, and we were number four in in the SEC. I think that number ends up going up. I think that number goes up to somewhere in the 25-26 range. And you know where that would have landed you last year in the SEC? Ninth. Mm. Ninth. I think we're scoring more points. We're giving up that. I think I'll take giving up a few more points. We got lucky in a lot of plays last year. There was a couple sure. of plays sure. that were right at the goal line Sure. that were went the other way. Yeah. I mean, we took two or three touchdowns away, which, I mean, I'm going to get credit Arkansas, to our We took one all the way back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, so, so we yeah, have been I, not great defense, and we shouldn't okay. have been. We should have been an aggressive defense, correct, and dominated games. So that'll be the interesting part, and we're going to talk a little bit more later about what does this defense have to do to be actually good. But I, I don't have faith that they are going to change that much from last year to the point where they still don't struggle against the running times. And I think with our offense being better. Teams are actually going to attack us more, meaning yeah. our defense is going to go the other way. So you're sticking at eight and four, huh? I'm going to stick to eight and four right now. And you're saying we're winning four out of conference games, so we're going four and four in conference. Basically, that's okay. what I'm saying. So we're beating Tennessee and South Carolina. And you know, look, we'll learn a lot more in the we'll learn a lot more in the spring. Yeah, we will. Right? Yeah. But I'm not going to get too this, early. I'm not going. Yeah, it's way too early. I'm not going to get nearly as pumped up as I was last year. Yeah. After what they did to me last year, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay right around here. Offensive MVP for this team next year. What do you think? Well, <laughs> you like you like somebody. I like Moose. I you told know, you, like if Moose. Moose is coming back, and you know, if he wants to wear his sleeves, wear the sleeves. I don't care. But give him the ball. Uh, I think it's Connor. I think it's Connor because yeah. I think we've got weapons everywhere. But, you know, they, they're all sort of – they should all be getting involved, right? Right. And when that's the case, that means the quarterback's the guy. Right? And so I'm going to go with Connor, and that's sort of a bailout because it's an easy choice. It is an easy choice, but at the same time, it's, it's the right one because Connor, if he's having a good season, that means the offensive line is probably having a good season. It's also true. That means that a lot of things are going right for us. I mean, How about defensive MVP? Who you, who you got there? Jackson. Yeah. Give me like the big man thing. in the middle. Give me a four-man front, five-man front. I don't care. Let him get pressure. He's a game changer. That guy, I mean, I watch him. If if NFL scouts aren't just watching this guy, his motor, what he's doing, and don't think he can play at the next level, then they're crazy. He transformed this team when he came back. Yeah. We were much better the day he got back on the field. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's probably Jackson. Just to give a couple of other names, Chappelle yep, very. Is, is a guy that I think was, if he wasn't the MVP last year for this defense, he was number two, yep. you know, with Antonio Johnson, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that dude is probably still going to be one of those types of guys. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a huge performance from a guy like Bryce Anderson. I'm not going to stick him in the MVP conversation yet because he hasn't shown it. He yeah. hasn't done it consistently. But a guy that you may think about, and you know, especially because of the fact that, and we'll talk a little bit more about what this defense needs to be great, but Fidel Diggs. Fidel Diggs as a hurt last year. pass rusher, mm-hmm. you know, if he can come in and be that guy, he's got an opportunity to be the defensive MVP too. What about Edge Cooper? 
I love Edge Cooper. I too. Why can't he be a three down? I think he should be. I just don't like. Once again, I hate our scheme. I hate our and our linebackers coach is gone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's going to take that over. Um, but you know, I think Edge Cooper has got all the tools to be one of the best linebackers in the SEC. He's, I mean, he can go sideline to sideline. He can cover. Yeah. He can blitz. These are you best cover guy. I thought by far linebacker. Yes. Yeah. Oh, not even close, right? Yeah. Oh, he was he was a better coverage guy than most of our secondary. Guys, yeah, he right? was. And so I I'm a big fan of the dude, but they have to put him in a position to be successful. They haven't so far. And what about right. Walter Nolan? Where are you expecting him? I expect a big year out of Walter Nolan. I do. I expect a big year. Now it may be at Tennessee, but I expect a big year from him. What? I. N- just what? kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Uh, questions from the tailgate brought to you by David Coffin, PLLC, tax controversy and litigation lawyers. Smart solutions for federal tax issues. Experience, respected representation for taxpayers. Over 20 years of experience in tax controversy with offices located in South Lake and now opening in Bryan College Station. Call 817-251-7049. Ask Eric or Chris to put you through to... David or Alejo, and we'll get you going. All right. Go ahead. Question number one. Do it. Anyone you're worried about losing to the transfer portal in May? Uh, the Johnson brothers are the ones that popped into my head first just because I don't know if Max wants to sit back and and be second fiddle. You know, he's getting older. He wants to get some playing time. And um, his and, brother, and I'm here's not sure the other thing is on the death chart. Right. And here's the other thing with and, and why it's a worry for me is because of the fact that he is our depth at quarterback, right? Yeah. And so we lose him, all of a sudden we're down we're back to a freshman as the backup, a freshman we don't you know know what he's gonna be able to do, different things like that. Um now hopefully Connor's healthy throughout the year and that's never an issue. Obviously we don't expect Max Johnson to overtake Connor, but all of a sudden, when your debt mm-hmm. becomes a problem, you have a potential problem. Saw the San Francisco 49ers the other day. But he did. Couldn't play football because they didn't have a quarterback. And and you're right. And, you know, look, if he leaves, the brother, you know, is always in the mix, right? You just never, you just never know. I'll 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 give you another couple. Aki on the offensive line. Maybe one. Maybe the guy that loses out the center, the center battle, Wyckoff. Well, I think if you lose Aki, I think you'll. Won't lose a center too because I think Aki, honestly, I was annoyed watching him play last year. Yeah, um, I just I feel like I just feel like there's too many of those guys at guard that have passed him up since 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 the beginning of last year. Right. Um, and look, and he's and he's and he's a big physical kid, so he can go play somewhere. How about you know some rumors about maybe Anias and Preston transferring? What? Anais. Yeah, I heard Preston. some. Preston, I could see. I mean, God, he's been here for years. I thought he'd get on the field more last year. It's, it seems like we say it every year, get on the field. Anais, there's so many things up in the air. I'm Both just, of those guys, by the way, very important. Not only, I mean, Anais obviously is a starter for this offense, but, and they are both Aggies, big-time Aggies. You know, mm-hmm. they've been here. Anais, obviously huge to, if he comes back. But if both of those guys decide to leave, depth again yeah. becomes an issue at the wide receiver spot. Yep. Um, and then one I just teased a little while ago, <laughs> some rumors out of Tennessee. Walter Nolan. Walter Nolan's putting up cryptic messages on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And uh, some folks at Tennessee think that means he may be transferring home. That would suck. 
That would suck. I, look, I don't expect Walter Nolan to go anywhere, by the way. I do not expect Walter Nolan to go anywhere. I expect him to be here. He's a guy that was a central part of this defense as the year went on. Right. Um, there's no reason for him to go anywhere because he's getting he's going to get all the recognition he needs right yeah. here. Um, so I don't expect that. Biggest factor for this defense to be top five in the SEC. Top five in the SEC. Durkin. It's all he needs to. We just talked about it earlier. Three man front. You can't have. You can't do three man fronts. You got to. Learn from your mistakes. And last year, he didn't learn from them. He kept yeah. doing the same damn thing and drove us nuts every week. What are you doing? 100%. And we said it before the season started last year. All he has to do is not screw this up. That's he has so much said. talent on that defense side of the ball, and he screwed it up. And look what happened. We lost games. Players transferred out. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that's it's 100% Durkin. It's all Durkin, 100% Durkin. The scheme, look. This defense, and, and with the offense being better, this defense will have an opportunity to – they should be aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. You should be playing with those those big-time recruits up front. Heck, have five of them out there. Right. Let the damn secondary get up in into you know the receivers and, and man up and go put pressure on those quarterbacks. Make teams do something outside of their comfort zone, right? Don't allow them to hand it off and get four yards. Hand it off four mm-hmm. yards, you know? And, and to me – that's as simple as it gets. Well, teams make mistakes when you get pressure on them. Yeah. They don't make mistakes when you sit back and let them dictate the game when they do what they want to do. And that's what we let them do last year. It's 100% on him because the talent's there. Yeah. Secondary-wise, everybody's talked about depth, but don't get me wrong. Look, Chappelle we talked about. You know, Grimes coming in from North Carolina is another good corner. Right. You know, Harmon, who's, who, if you can stay healthy, is a guy that we believe is is we believe in and can get some reps in there. But then the safeties, for sure. Demani. You know, you're talking about Damani coming back. You're talking about Bryce Anderson, Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Matthews, Kerr, all guys that got a ton of experience last year. Edge Cooper at the linebacker. Edge Cooper, and those all those guys can fly around and go make plays. And you pull one of those guys up to play linebacker if you have to. If you have that much talent, like Damani, for example. Yeah, put people, Love put your him. best players on the field. All right. Don't make excuses. Oh, I don't have another linebacker. So here it is, DJ Durkin. It's up to you. Yeah. This defense is going to be top five in the SEC, which may lead to a 10-win season, by the way. If they are top five, I'm talking 10-win season. Maybe 11. DJ Durkin, it's on you. But we're not shooting that. Giga Maggies, AP, C-Money. There you go. Signing out from the tailgate. Adios.